Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. Hello, I'm so excited because I've got a ton of feedback from you guys recently and that helps me a ton in planning this podcast. I know a lot of you are listening. Our stats are higher than they ever have been, but it's been kind of quiet in my inbox. And so when you reach out and say what you loved or things you loved about each thing, um, it really helps me planning for the future. I made an Instagram post that said like, what kind of topics do you want to hear? Are you listening? What do you love? And I got a whole list. So I'm so excited to start diving into those lists. I appreciate all of your feedback and I would love more feedback as well. So as you're listening, if there's things that resonate, if there are things you want to dive deeper in, please reach out to me. Um, But today we're going to dive into one that you guys wanted to hear about, which is how to keep your business going behind the scenes while focusing on your family. And there are going to be tools that I talk about on other episodes, but I think this is good to have in one place for if you're really struggling with that balance, whether it's you're in your family life so much that your business isn't going, or you're in your business so much that you feel like you're not giving your all to your family. I think it could go either way. And I think these tools are going to help all of you, no matter where you are in this journey of balancing work and family. So here we go. Let's talk about first two different things that I talk about a lot in coaching and group coaching and individual coaching and all sorts of coaching because I think it's so, so important to understand that you work in your business and you work on your business. So working in your business is like what you do. So if you're a foot zoner, that's meeting with your clients and foot zoning. If you're a nail tech, that's like doing your client's nails. If you're doing um, permanent jewelry, that's meeting with your client and putting on the jewelry. If you're a photographer, that's your photography sessions. If you're a coach, it's your coaching sessions um, or your courses, whatever it is. So that's working in your business. That's like when you go and show up and you work. But then there's also working on your business and working on your business is just as important, if not maybe more important, because it's giving you those clients and that system for future clients um, so that when you're done working, more clients are coming in. And so a lot of people work in their business just fine, but they don't do very good at working on their business. And that's the stuff that kind of falls um, off the the grid when um, things are stressful in your family or in your life or whatever. Like that's what people are saying, I think, when they're like, how do you keep your business going when you're focusing on family time? And I don't think people have a problem showing up for their appointments and doing the things with the clients. But I think where people are struggling is posting on social media, doing their email blasts, um, like all these extra things, you know, that are so, so important, but kind of just fall off the grid when you're busy. So we're going to kind of dive into some of those things. So let's start with social media and email marketing and just marketing in general. I think that um, is a big one that kind of can disappear when things get stressful or busy. So number one, let's talk about social media. Um, I schedule all my social media two weeks ahead of time. So if today is Monday and I have scheduled through this week, I'm already planning and I want by today, I want to have all of next week scheduled as well. I always have two weeks ahead and I do that with four different business accounts. And so if I can do it with four, you can do it with one. I promise you at first, maybe it feels like too much work, but it's easier to schedule two weeks at a time than it is to do one at a time because you're already in the, in the groove of things. It helps your your social media be more consistent. Um, it helps you just stay like more with a flow in your marketing. Um, there's so many reasons why, 
But most importantly, it makes room for life to happen. So I can schedule my social media like my husband's out of town. Actually, let's just talk about the last few months because I know you guys like to hear like my personal life and things. So the last few months have been crazy for our family. Um, Starting with I went to Palm Springs for Photo Native. I came back and my husband was already gone to a trip to Asia for two and a half weeks. So he was gone another two weeks when I got from back from Palm Springs. While he was gone, I was feeling like, oh, I can handle this. Like we do this all the time. It's going to be fine. My kids got the stomach flu and everybody on here knows how I feel about the stomach flu. It was a disaster. I was in fight or flight. It was just exhausting. So when he came back, I'm just completely trashed from that because of the emotions and the fight or flight and also being a, a solo parent and also that there was like a million inches of snow while he was gone. So I had to figure out the snowblower because it was too heavy to shovel and it was feet and feet of snow and just like complete chaos. It was just a lot. Um, And then the next week, um, my family came into town. And so that was busy. And then the next week um, I went to Taylor Swift and that was amazing, but it ended in a really crazy situation with no sleep and just like staying up 24 hours and I'm not 15 anymore. So that wrecked me. And then the day after I recovered from that, my husband is now in Chicago for a week. And so it's just been like literally like six weeks of pure chaos in my house. And through that, there's no way I would be posting on social media every single day. Like if I was not planned out, there's just no way. Like I just don't have like the brain power, the stamina, the energy. Like I barely have been posting on stories in these last six weeks. It's been chaos, but I've still been able to like book coaching sessions and book content day and book um, new brands off of these scheduled reels. And so it's been really amazing to see that even though I feel like I'm just giving my all to surviving in my family, my business is still thriving because I strategically scheduled my content ahead of time. It makes room for life to happen. So what I do is I schedule either like Sunday or Monday every week. I schedule for a, a week of, of social media, but it's not the week that's coming up. It's the next week, if that makes sense, so that I'm always two weeks ahead In January and February, when it was a little bit slower and a little bit less chaotic, I was actually a full month ahead on all accounts. And so that was really helpful. And I'm hoping to get back there. But like life is busy and you just like two weeks is my minimum. Four weeks is like my ceiling goal. Um, And it, it is very helpful when I have like my reels ahead. Now, another thing is when I am ready, like I'm ready at least four times a month, right? (laughs) And I can't guarantee more than that at this moment in my life. But when I'm ready, I record as many reels as I can and schedule them right away so that I don't have to like on these days where I'm not feeling well or I'm hungover from Taylor Swift or um, my husband's out of town or I like have to plow all morning. Like I don't have to put it on those days where I'm just like too emotionally exhausted to even pick up my phone. So that's another hack. So social media, I always schedule two weeks in advance. That helps a ton. Um, Email marketing, I always schedule for an entire quarter at a time. So when it was, um, let's see, March 1st, I got an alert on my phone and I scheduled for the next quarter, April, May, and June. So I'm always, so in December, I did January, February, March. In March, I'm doing April, May, and June. In May, I'll do June, July, August. So I schedule all my email marketing for the entire quarter. I'm doing one to two emails per segment. So 
I have my family list where we're sending emails about how to plan for family pictures and what locations they want and tips for family pictures and all these different things. Um, we also have our mini sessions being blasted during that time. On Kylie and Commercial, um, I'm sending out like reminders or deals or promos or like, look, we added video or look, you can get um, sunny pictures even though it's still winter in California and all these different things that we're offering. And then for my becoming a brand for photographer students, I have emails going that are like um, where to get props or look what we added to the course or um, do you have any questions? And then obviously I have my sales drips going on all of the different segments and I have my podcast emails going. So it's just like a lot. <laughs> and I do that all at one time in one day for an entire quarter. It flows better that way. It doesn't take up a lot of time if I just dedicate one workday to it and it makes it super easy because then it just goes for three more months and I don't have to worry about it again. So that's email marketing. And then we have like Facebook groups and that's kind of my uh, my only other um, platform that I'm scheduling. And I do that one day. It only takes me like an hour for the, the following month. So this week, it's the third week of March and I will schedule all of my Facebook posts for April. My tip here with keeping your business going behind the scenes while focusing on your family time is to schedule your marketing. Do not do it in real time. You are either going to be too consumed with your business and your marketing and not with your family, or you're going to be so consumed with your family that your business is going to fall through the cracks. Schedule, schedule, schedule. I will do a million and one podcast episodes about this until everybody is scheduling because I'm a, such a big believer in scheduling. Make room for your life to happen. Give that gift to your business, like that, that it can still be marketed, like even when life is busy. We don't have full running employees and um, teams that are behind the scenes, like while our business are going. Like if you think about all these bigger businesses that are doing all these marketing things, all this, whatever, they have a whole team that's working 40 hours a week, 60 hours a week, whatever. It's just us, right? It's just us and our sick kids and our, um, our mental breakdowns and our messy houses and our big laundry piles. It's just us. So we have to schedule ahead and we have to put it into our calendar. So that leads me to the next thing, which is how do I remember to schedule ahead? I'm not just this robot human. I know people think I'm a robot and they think that I'm something that I'm actually not. And it's actually funny when people find out who I really am because they are shocked at who I really am. Um, I, they're shocked that I'm like, I don't want to say the word lazy because I don't think rest is lazy, but I lay around a lot and I, um, I read a lot and I lay in my bed and work a lot or not work a lot and watch, I watch shows and I, um, don't get ready every day. Like I'm not this scheduled person that's just like, on all the time. Like I'm on when I'm on and then I'm off most of the time. So my work schedule, when I run into people in town, they're like, oh my gosh, you're so busy. I can't even believe you made time to come do this or whatever. And I'm like, I literally, like my day is really easy. My son is in preschool like six hours a week. I try to really, really work a lot in those six hours. And then we're chill. Like we're running errands. We're doing a point. We're doing the regular stay-at-home mom thing in the other hours. And yeah, sometimes I'm wait, staying up late or working early, or I have a day where I'm just like, okay, husband, it's your turn to balance working from home with a child while I go do this big project I need to work on. But really my life is not that crazy. And that's because I'm scheduled in my life as well. 
I have this reoccurring to-do list and I did a reel about this. If you want it, reach out to me and I'll show you. I have this reoccurring to-do list where I set alarms on things I need to do every week and every month and every quarter. So I'm going to read what's on my list right now so that you can see. I have reminders. They pop up on my phone. And the key is that you have to be able to, like, when these reminders pop up, you have to, like, commit to yourself that you're going to do them. Because if you don't commit, like, if you just make a to-do list and you never do it, that's not going to help you. But I have in my reminders app on my iPhone, it says every week on Sunday, it reminds me at like seven o'clock every week, I need to email families about pictures for the week. So if I have any family sessions, I need to email them. I need to prep all my coaching calls for the week. So I need to look over what, what are our notes? What are we working on? What materials do I need to get out? I need to look at each person's like Instagram and website and kind of figure out where we're at, where they're at, what I can help them with. Um, I make sure my reels and captions are scheduled for the next week. So not the week that's coming up, but then the following week for my Instagrams, make sure everything's scheduled. And then I schedule my um, Bear Lake blogs for that week um, that I'm trying, because I'm trying really hard to get that SEO up and going um, with our rental. So that's my weekly recurring reminders. Every month, I update my commercial student list so that everyone who joined my course during the month is on that new segment. I pay my Bear Lake mortgage. It's not on auto pay, so I made a reminder. And obviously, these are things usually I remember on my own, but I don't have to because I don't need more stuff in my brain. If I put it on a list, I don't have to shove it in here with everything else I need to remember. And it really clears up room for ideas and inspiration and feelings and all the things. Like It's not stuffed with random stuff that I need to remember. Um, I have paying my son's preschool tuition. I have scheduled Facebook posts for the next month. I have paying my tithing. And then every quarter, I have a reminder about scheduling um, the next month's emails or the next quarter's emails. So that is on my recurring to-do list. I also have one for my routine, routine, routine my daily routine, um, like taking my vitamins, um, tracking things in my my spreadsheet of... of um, money, who I uh, like my team and all that. Like I have to manually track that. So I track that every single day. Um, I meditate every day, read my scriptures, journal, sauna, workout, um, take my progesterone that I'm trying to, to fix. Anyways, I have this routine. So every day I just go down my list and I don't have to think about what did I need to do or what haven't I done yet? It's just all there. And that alone, not only does it help me stay on track with my marketing and all the things we've already talked about, but that alone helps me stay on top of what my priorities are and helps me better focus my work time and my family time and my personal time and my needs. If it's all on a list and it reminds me every day, I'm more likely to do it. And if I do those things, my business is running and I'm running. And it's important for me and my business to both be running smoothly so that I can give my family time to my family, if that makes sense. So that's one major thing I do. So number one is plan your marketing ahead of time. Number two is use reminders and alarms, calendars, and all these different tools to keep track of all the things that you need to do and when you need to do them. So you don't have to just always carry that in your head. And that leads us into number three, which is use a schedule. 
So for my work in and my work on time, I have a schedule. Working in my business, I have specific days that I do coaching. Right now, I coach on Wednesdays and Tuesdays. Those are my coaching days. On Tuesdays, it's just my alumni group. So it's every other week. So on the off week, I record my podcasts. So I know that Tuesdays, I'm going to be on my computer and on Zoom. And Wednesdays, I'm going to be on my computer and on Zoom. If I have any photo shoots, they're going to fall into Monday or Friday. And Thursdays are kind of for like my errands, my ortho appointments, my doctor's appointments. If I want to go to the temple, if I want to schedule my kids' doctor's appointments. So I schedule my days dedicated to a certain task. And that helps when someone's like, hey, um, what do you have available for a coaching call? Or what do you have available for a photo shoot? Or what do you have available for an appointment? Or can we go to lunch or whatever? I just know which days they fit into. And that's why I'm really not as busy as people think I am because even though maybe 20 people inquire about a coaching session, if I'm only doing Wednesdays, that fills up a Wednesday and then it moves, you know, down down the list. Sometimes I do Thursdays as well. But like I that would take five weeks to do the 20 calls um, instead of just doing 20 calls in a week, if that makes sense. So I really am really, really, really guarded with my time. Um, and I and I time block that time. And once that time is filled, I don't give more to that block unless it's like a weird situation. Like last month, I had to shoot a magazine color and it was outside my time block window. And like that was different. Or um, sometimes appointments obviously can't fall into those things. Or um, I'm trying to think of some other examples. But for the most part, I really try to stick to my time and my schedule and set that boundary with what I'm available for so that I can be the mom I want to be outside of that time. Because after my kids get home from school, it's chaos. I'm running kids to activities and I'm and I'm doing snacks and I'm doing homework and we're doing bedtime and we're doing reading time and we're doing all these things. And I want to be the mom that's home for those things. Like that's important to me. And that's not everybody's, like maybe that's the time you want to work. Like you're like, I've been home all day with my daughters. It's time for me to leave. But now that my kids are big and they're mostly gone, that's the only time I have with them. So I'm really, really specific about what's available for them. And that's important. Um, And in addition to that, it's important to turn off work during that family time. So shutting your computer. I used to be really bad at this. I'm not going to lie. Like I used to just take my computer around the house with whatever was going on. But now when my kids get home from school, if they're not playing with friends, like if they're home, like it's different if they're like, okay, see you mom. I'm going to play with friends. Like I gave them a snack and then they leave. Like I can get back on my computer and work on stuff. But if they're home or their kids are over here, I try to like maybe they don't want me to like play with them because they're older, but like I could go prep dinner in the kitchen around them or I could even go read a book near them. Like something that's more personal instead of feeling like I always have to work even when it's around my kids. I've really tried to set a boundary with that. And my husband too, he works from home trying to turn off his computer at five and and not work again um so five it's usually six but you know like just really shut that down so that family time is family time for me that turns off around three o'clock when it's time to go get my kids from school and and really most of the time I don't even have time to work because it's so chaotic running kids around and all the things but that's why I work so much in the mornings especially when my my son's in preschool is because I want to be able to give that time to my kids later in the day Okay, the next thing I want to talk about is like emails, daily emails. So emails that you're responding to clients, inquiries, questions, um, sending contracts, sending invoices. Um, Number one, get a CRM. 
It's so important to use something that keeps track of everything. So you're not just like keeping track of it manually or um, in your, like searching through your Gmail. I use HoneyBook. That works really well for me. Whatever industry you're in probably has a specific CRM that works great for your industry. There's um, Vagaro for the beauty industry. There's HoneyBook for the creative industry. There's um, Calendly that works great for coaching. So some sort of um, client relationship manager where you can collect their information and their payments, their contracts, their invoices. And what I love about HoneyBook is I can also keep it all my templates in there. So I have hundreds of email templates and proposals and invoices and questionnaires. So when someone books with us, it's like a really streamlined, consistent process. And it takes like five minutes because it's all there and it's all saved. Um, it's a really, really simple process to book with us. So that's really, really important when it comes to your inbox. Second is hire an assistant. If you're too busy to answer your emails, you need an assistant, okay? Because guess what? Those emails need to be answered, whether you're busy or not. And if you're too busy do, working in your business, that means you're probably making great money. And if you are wanting to just focus on working with your clients and all that, hire an assistant to help you because it's so, so good when you get off of a shoot and instead of having 30 emails to respond to, you have four new booked sessions that are on your calendar for the next week. Like it makes a huge difference. Our VA, who's going to be listening to this and editing this, Abby Kennard is amazing. Like I used to get out of a shoot and be so stressed that I worked all day and now I have 40 emails to answer. Like it's just so stressful. And I still have a lot of emails to answer in a day that aren't like our team emails. Like maybe eventually like those are things I can turn over as well um, about my course or about coaching or things like that that aren't really in her like wheelhouse yet. But just knowing that I am not missing emails, I'm not... um like rushing emails because I'm running between shoots and trying to answer things and feeling like I'm answering them really short instead of really like cheery and happy. Our booking rate, I feel like is, is so, so good. She's like, um, just so good at communicating with them. Just, she gives them more than I can give them because I'm too busy working in my business to do those kinds of things. Um, but another thing is there are still going to be emails, even with an assistant, even with a CRM, and so I always do my emails in the morning and my emails at night, sometimes in the, well, always in the middle of the day too, but like I would definitely recommend no matter what you go to bed with a clear inbox every night. Like I do this every single night and I never get behind it. I think when you get behind, when you get hundreds behind, it becomes too overwhelming and then you can never catch up. But if you answer like your 30 emails every day or your three emails every day, it doesn't pile up. So that's really important. So we've got schedule set, schedule your social media, use reminders with alerts and alarms, um, use a schedule that you time block your days and your family time and answer your emails or figure out a system with your emails that makes it smooth, makes it so you can answer your emails on time every single day and it doesn't get overwhelming. And then lastly, that which we kind of talked about with emails is hire help. You can't do everything. You don't have to do everything alone. It doesn't have to be full on real employees. You don't have to have real employees. You can have contracted workers. You could hire a VA company. You can hire people to do certain projects off of Fiverr or Upwork. But it's so important to spread out the tasks among 
help. It, it makes all the difference in the world. I have 10 women, amazing women that work for me. I have employees. I have contractors. Um, I have hired people for projects on Upwork. I've done it all. And it's so, so important. In order to keep your business going and still focus on family time, you have to accept that you need more than just you doing it. It's so, so crucial. So that was a little bit longer than I like to do, but I think this is a very important topic and I hope that it helped you. If you would like to like get more information on this or help your life run smoother, get some systems, get some things set up, reach out to me and let's book just an a la carte coaching session. I, you don't have to do the full coaching program. I can just do a one hour session with you where we go into like your marketing strategy and how to schedule it in advance and and what kind of things you should be like saying on social media or in your email marketing blast or on your Facebook groups, um, how to use a schedule, what should your schedule look like, how to figure out emails and hiring, all the things. I would love to type talk to you further about this and I'll leave a link for you to sign up for a call. Um, it's really easy now with the one-on-one. I am doing like a couple every single week of just people that are like, okay, I don't need a full coaching program, but I would just love like an hour of like your brain, your brainstorming, your systems. So let's chat. Let's chat. I think that would be really fun to get to know more of you. It's been fun the last few months, like giving this option because I have learned so much about my listeners and it's been so fun to see where you all are from and what kind of businesses you have. And it's just been awesome. So I'd love to chat with you. You can reach out and send me an email as well. And we can start there. Um, Kylie at KylieAnnStudios.com. We'll leave it all below. Thanks for listening. So excited for you to have some more balance and to get that business running behind the scenes. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentors Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share it. Hang out with us daily at Kylie and Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag Kylie Mentors Moms.